This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. Tread cautiously, especially if you've read George Orwell's novel, 1984. Why? Because it has become an operation manual for the omnipresent modern-day surveillance state. As Orwell warned in 1984, if you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever. It's been more than 70 years since Orwell, dying, beset by fever and bloody coughing fits, and driven to warn against the rise of a society in which rampant abuse of power and mass manipulation are the norm, depicted the ominous rise of ubiquitous technology, fascism, and totalitarianism in 1984. Who could have predicted that so many years after Orwell typed the final words to his dystopian novel, He Loved Big Brother, we would come to love Big Brother. 1984 portrays a global society of total control in which people are not allowed to have thoughts that in any way disagree with the corporate state. There's no personal freedom, and advanced technology has become the driving force behind a surveillance-driven society. Snitches and cameras are everywhere. People are subject to the thought police, who deal with anyone guilty of thought crimes. The government, or the party, is headed by Big Brother, who appears on posters everywhere with the words, Big Brother is watching you. We have arrived way ahead of schedule into the dystopian future dreamed up by not only Orwell but such fiction writers as Aldous Huxley, Margaret Atwood, and Philip K. Dick. What once seemed futuristic no longer occupies the realm of science fiction. Incredibly, as the various technologies employed and shared by the government and corporations alike, facial recognition, iris scanners, massive databases, behavior prediction software, and so on, are incorporated into a complex, interwoven cyber network aimed at tracking our movements, predicting our thoughts, and controlling our behavior, the dystopian visions of past writers is fast becoming our reality. Our world is characterized by widespread surveillance, behavior prediction technologies, data mining, fusion centers, driverless cars, voice-controlled homes, facial recognition systems, cyberbugs, and drones, and predictive policing, or what's called pre-crime, aimed at capturing would-be criminals before they can do any damage. Surveillance cameras are everywhere. Government agents listen in on our telephone calls and read our emails. Political correctness, a philosophy that discourages diversity, has become a guiding principle of modern society. All the while, the courts have shredded the Fourth Amendment's protections against unreasonable searches and seizures. In fact, SWAT teams battering down doors without search warrants, and FBI agents acting as secret police that investigate dissenting citizens are common occurrences in contemporary America. And bodily privacy and integrity have become utterly eviscerated by a prevailing view that Americans have no rights over what happens to their bodies during an encounter with government officials who are allowed to search, seize, strip, scan, spy on probe, pat down, taser, and arrest any individual at any time and for the slightest provocation. What many fail to recognize is that the government is not operating alone. It cannot. The government requires an accomplice. Thus, the increasing complex security needs of the massive federal government, especially in the areas of defense, surveillance, and data management, 
and been met within the corporate sector, which has shown itself to be a powerful ally that both depends on and feeds the growth of government overreach. In fact, big tech wedded to big government has become big brother, and we're now ruled by the corporate elite whose ominous tentacles have spread worldwide. Even our ability to speak and think freely is being regulated. In totalitarian regimes, also known as police states, where conformity and compliance are enforced at the end of a loaded gun, the government dictates what words can and cannot be used. In countries where the police state hides behind a benevolent mask and disguises itself as tolerance, the citizens censor themselves, policing their words and thoughts to conform to the dictates of the mass mind. Dystopian literature shows what happens when the populace is transformed into mindless automatons. In Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451, reading is banned and books are burned in order to suppress dissenting ideas, while televised entertainment is used to turn the populace into sleepwalkers and render them easily pacified, distracted, and controlled. In Huxley's Brave New World, serious literature, scientific thinking, and experimentation are banned as subversive while critical thinking is discouraged through the use of conditioning, social taboos, and education which indoctrinates the populace into pacified zombies. Now in my debut novel, The Eric Blair Diaries, the dystopian future that George Orwell predicted for 1984 has finally arrived. 100 years late and 10 times as brutal. In this post-apocalyptic world where everyone marches to the beat of the same drummer and words like freedom are taboo, Eric Blair, Orwell's descendant and unwitting heir to his legacy, isn't volunteering to be anyone's hero. Unfortunately, life doesn't always go according to plan. To save all that he loves, Orwell travels between the future of himself and the past to help save the world. And in Orwell's 1984, Big Brother does away with all undesirable and unnecessary words and meanings, even going so far as to routinely rewrite history and punish thought crimes. Where we now stand is at the juncture of old speak, where words have meanings and ideas can be dangerous, and new speak, where only that which is safe and accepted by the majority is permitted. The power elite has made their intentions clear. They will pursue and prosecute any and all words, thoughts, and expressions that challenge their authority. This is the final link in the police state chain. Having been reduced to a cowering citizenry, mute in the face of elected officials who refuse to represent us, helpless in the face of police brutality, powerless in the face of militarized tactics and technology that treat us like enemy combatants on a battlefield, naked in the face of government surveillance that sees and hears all, and muzzled in an age where thought crimes can land you in jail, we have nowhere left to go. We're running out of options if we are to survive this ordeal. As Orwell proclaimed, until they became conscious, they will never rebel, and until they have rebelled, they cannot become conscious. Whether we're dealing with fact or fiction, as I make clear in Battlefield America, The War on the American People, and in my new novel, The Bear Diaries, we'll soon have to choose between self-indulgence, that is, the bread and circus distractions offered up by the so-called news media, politicians, sport conglomerates, and entertainment industry, and so on and so on, and self-preservation in the form of renewed vigilance about threats to our freedoms and active engagements in self-governance. Maybe Orwell was right. You think it's time to rebel? 
The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.